Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? It's Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem time. This segment, you're getting your biker news, how everybody's doing out there. Hopefully better than me, man. See, you know, my wife, China Dow, who's coming up in uh, the next segment, had our sister-in-law or her sister over, and they decided to come home late at night while Hollywood was sleeping all drunk and shit like that yelling and stuff my god oh hollywood was not happy so this morning uh, you know i had to make sure i got the spoon out and some pans and woke them up not too happy with me but hey we're even today we have a cool law i think that is being passed down in Tennessee. It has to do with drunk drivers and those that kill somebody who has kids. This is going to be very interesting. You're going to love this one, especially I do anyway. But also we got the the main story of Bandito's member arrested uh, following gunfire in a parking lot and we got a bunch of other stuff uh, coming up let's get it going here motorcycle gang oh no let's not do that that's our main story we gotta do this one first uh jackson county sheriff's office seeks motorcycle driver it's funny with uh these news uh media articles motorcycle driver <laughs> really what uh, does it turn into a tron vehicle with a car or something like that it's a motorcycle rider dum-dums uh this out of jackson michigan the jackson county sheriff's office is asking for public assistance in locating identifying a motorcycle driver <laughs> Uh, according to authorities, the suspect fled deputies on April uh, 14th. Uh, just hitting the news now. Uh, police described the motorcycle as a black and possibly silver cafe style. Uh, it's a rocket. Don't know how they got that messed up. Uh, the driver had a backpack and high gloss black helmet with hand painted clown with green hair on it. Police said the driver fully acknowledged attempted traffic stop requests and fled. The investigation is ongoing. Anyone with the information is asked to contact the clown school. Uh, yeah, I'm not giving you their number. It happens. Daytona Beach Commissioners considering plan to expand boundaries for participating in biker events oh they're going after that money this out of wftv9 abc 
The Daytona Beach City Commission is considering a proposal to significantly expand the boundaries for businesses that can participate in Bike Week and Biketoberfest activities. Again, you know why they're doing that, man. They're going to get that tax money off them vendors. They're going to make that money. I always wonder where the money they make for this rally goes. Uh, Sturgis, same thing, man. They on you when it comes to that tax revenue, man. You cannot get by the tax man at these rallies. That's why I never understand why the hell they're so pissed off at bikers all the time. Spend a lot of money, man. A lot of money. Uh, the city's current master plan, they got a master plan, boundaries for those events allows businesses fronting Dr. Mary McLeod Bethlehem Boulevard. That is a mouthful right there. Uh, from North Seagrave Avenue to Dr. Luther, or Martin Luther King Boulevard to participate. I don't know about you. Don't know about you. I don't know that street. But Dr. Martin Luther King Boulevard, anywhere that is named, is not the best of neighborhoods. I know it ain't here in uh, Chicago. Uh, the proposed expansion would nearly triple the size of the area from 0.27 miles to 0.78 miles and increase the business included from 22 to 33, including Bethune-Cookman University. Don't them universities not like bikers? I just, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, the newly included sites will become eligible to apply for permits to have outside vendors and booths set up during the events, drawing more people to the area. And then if it is passed, the resolution would extend the application deadline for Biketoberfest 2022 applications from April 20th through May 6th. So if, uh, yeah, you want to get involved in all this event, you better apply for your permit. Next one is the one that I support 100, 100% as Danny Dilo would say. Tennessee advances bill requiring DUI drivers pay. Again, pay child support to fatal crash victims' children. Bravo. Bravo. I don't know if you guys are against that. Something's wrong with you. House Bill 1834, so if you're in Tennessee, make sure you say uh, yes, get on the House members, because it passed the Senate by a vote of 32 and 0 after unanimously passing the House. Oh, okay, so it's already passed. Already passed in the House. That passed in February would also apply to those convicted of aggravated vehicular homicide. Child maintenance is to be paid until the victim's child or children have turned 18 years old and graduated high school or until the child's class has graduated. Courts, quote, determine an amount that is reasonable and necessary for the maintenance of the victim's child based on the following and other potential circumstances. Personally, I say send them to college, too. 
the financial needs and resources of the child, the financial resources and needs of the surviving parent or guardian of the child, including the state, if the child is in the custody of the Department of Children's Services, and the standard of living to which the child is accustomed. This is a brilliant law. I hope this goes everywhere, man. You know, especially with all the hit and runs on motorcycles right now. Yeah, this is perfect. I love this bill. Defendants ordered to pay child maintenance who are incarcerated and unable to pay will be given a year following their release before payments kick in. Even if you go to prison, you still gotta pay. <laughs> Should have rethunk your actions, man. Uh, you know, choices have consequences. If the child maintenance is scheduled to terminate and the defendant has not made all necessary payments, payments will continue until the victim's children are fully compensated. Now, Wednesday's, uh, Wednesday's vote included an amendment to the bill original name Bentley's Law, which is now dubbed Ethan's, Haley's, and Beth, uh, Bentley Law. It was proposed by Cecilia, or Cecilia Williams of Missouri, after her 30-year-old son, his fi uh, fiance, and their four-month-old were killed in a oh man in a DUI crash, the crash left their two sons, Bentley and Mason, orphaned. Williams began pushing for the law in the belief that the man who caused the crash should be held financially responsible. And then Senator Mike Ball of Riceville proposed an amendment. Uh, that added the names of fallen Chattanooga police officer Nicholas Gallagher's children. This is awesome, man. This is awesome. Good bill. Good bill. Governor's going to be assigning this hopefully soon. And hopefully it goes nationwide. Nationwide. You want to get stupid. You want to get drunk. You want to get high. You kill somebody with kids. Pay, sucker. That's what I have to say. Anyway, motorcycle gang member arrested in Sulphur following gunfire at an abandoned parking lot. He has been arrested and booked into the Kalisu Correctional Center for illegal discharge of a weapon. His bond is still pending. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was an accident, if you ask me. Maybe the gun just went off, dropped it. I don't know. It happens. It happens. As authorities continue to investigate, detectives spoke with the Orange County Sheriff's Office, who said they had pulled over several individuals who may be connected into the incident. <laughs> you guys pull everybody over in Texas. This ain't nothing new. Nothing new. Anyway, that was the main story today. Uh, yeah, like I said, this could happen. You know, oops, I dropped my gun and it went off, man. Uh, you know, it wasn't secured in my holster and it just fell or fell off my bike. Uh, you know, there's no cooperating uh, witness. So why not let dude go? Let him go. Bye-bye. Nobody's going to testify. You have no case. So why drag out the legal problems of the guy accused? He is innocent until proven guilty, by the way. 
But you will have uh, these people going out and say, well, well, it actually surprised me. She said MC Motorcycle Club. Uh, but of course, you know, our Leo going out there talking about motorcycle gangs and stuff. What's funny is I think last week's Lex segment, uh, you know, with the investigation going out in L.A. with these secret little gangs within the police department, one called the Executioners and the Banditos. Uh, yeah, they spell it different, though. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it's a little bigger gang than all these other clubs out there that they're always accusing of doing bad things, man. Bad things as a whole, and we all know that's not true. We all know it's not true. Anyway, we're going to go to the second segment right now. What did you guys think of the big uh, interview with Sos the Ghost, all the unity, as well as the interview we had on Saturday? So let me know your comments below, what you thought of it, what you liked, what you didn't like, your bitches, your moans, but don't swear on the YouTube channel because it ain't getting through. You know, it's their platform, their rules. We got to abide by it. I know it sucks, but it is what it is. Uh, anyway, guys, we'll be right back after this uh, music break.
first thing I switch off. And now for my next number, I'd like to return to the classic. The top ready to WMMRDB Welcome this morning, the Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. How you guys doing today this morning? Hollywood's actually in a good mood this morning. I'm going to be talking about a lot of good stuff this morning. And I got in uh, the house, I got the China Dow, my co-host, my partner in crime, and... Ball and chain. Anyway, uh, I also got uh, a special uh, guest listening in on the show, and that's Shocker. She's here with us, spent the time we, with us this weekend, so it's been a good uh, deal. Anyway, how you doing, Chiny? Chiny? Yeah, Chiny. You know, in the Chiny because mor- I'm tiny? Yeah, Chiny because you're tiny, but you also look like you're Chinese with, uh, when you wake up. <laughs> so? At least your lips are getting smaller. I told you I am not part black. Can you get over yourself. <laughs> I'm not. Then why did you uh, tuck your lips in right away? I don't know. Habit. <laughs> Habit. <laughs> I am not. No. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, I I don't know. There might be Oriental there. I I, I don't know. I nice shirt you got on, by the way. Fifty-seven. What? I know, right? Yeah, the Viper shirt. There you go. Anyway, we had a good show last night. Uh, We had Sosta Ghost on and Mike Ball from Demon's Row talking about a whole wide range of subjects. And boy, did we get a wide range of comments as well. Very interesting show. Very interesting we talked a little bit about Unity, how we came up, all that good stuff. What did you think about the show last night? It was long. Well, yeah, it was like two hours. Yeah, yeah it was I long. felt like we were putting on a Star Wars episode. Really? I thought it was like a very long drama. What do you mean long drama? I'm just kidding. I don't think it was drama. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I heard the first hour, but then I had to like actually take out my Bluetooth because I was at work. Right. But I heard the first hour, and it was actually very entertaining. I did notice some comments that were kind of like, like, really? But, you know. Well, that's just the way the people are. That's the way haters are. Yeah. You got to love them. Yeah. So, I mean. You got to love them. You know what I think it was, is I think some people were expecting, like, arguing and turmoil and drama. And it's like, they're like. Oh, I'm disappointed. And it's like, you know what? Get over your freaking self, man. People, people correct themselves when they know they're in the wrong, which was what everybody did. Right. And y'all get along, and it's like, you're creators, so why have issues? You're creators. Everybody should just work together and do their thing. Exactly. You're going to have disagreements. Everybody's going to have disagreements, just like in anything. But it's like, what is the point of A lot of people don't know that Sos and I know the same people. A lot of clovers. And we get in the background of the shows, they talk with us. And one of the things that's been brought up a lot is, why you guys acting a fool? That's brought up. And it's kind of uh, to the point where there's no need for it. 
not at all. Well, we're yeah. all doing the same shit. We're all adults. Some this, of us this, are. This ain't friggin' high school. But it's like, you know, that's when I don't get it. You guys are all out there doing the same thing, just in in your own ways. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, what, what? I don't see the point. I really don't. I could see why people would get angry and upset with other creators and whatnot. But it's like, if you're going to be angry with one, then what you got to do is you got to do like you did and freaking have them on the show and mm-hmm. call everything out and just call it a day. Right, right, exactly. You know, just, God, no drama, mama. You know what? Drama is good for entertainment for so long. I mean, it is, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, Sosa's a really cool guy, but it's like, yeah, we ripped on him. I made a comment that he was wearing my jeans, but, you know. But that's all in good fun. But it, it was just like, whatever. I was playing. I don't right. care. Who, who the hell takes me so serious? So when people come back and say, hey, Hollywood, what the hell was going on here? You were right. A lot of people were looking for a screaming match. They were. And it's like, well, wait a second here. One thing that bugs me the most is when people, you know how we do stories and people say, well, clubs have to get along and blah, blah, blah. Well, the first step is sitting down and talking and acknowledging, hey, we don't think the same. You got to come to the table and talk it out. Yeah. When they see it happening in front of their eyes just with some creators... They're like, well, what what are you talking about, man? You guys were just fighting the other day, and now all of a sudden, you guys are talking. And it's like, how do you think clubs are going to try to do it? Three of the biggest five clubs right now are getting along. Ones that you never would have thought would get along. And it's like, wow, that's awesome stuff. Well, it's like not everybody, not everybody's gonna like everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you're there's there's always gonna be people out there that are gonna be like, well, I, I'm not gonna watch that person. I'm not gonna listen to that person. I'm not gonna watch that person. But hey, I'm gonna watch that one and that one. Just mm-hmm. not that one. Right. It's like, yeah. Which, you know, it's you cool. You you watch whatever you want. But that's what, but see, life is like, a, it's called a choice. You have choices. You R- can choose to do whatever you want. If you want to listen, listen. You don't, you don't. Listen to someone else. Maybe you'll get a better show out of it. Right. But, you know, you don't have a choice. You need to listen to me. But it's kind of, <laughs> it, 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 well, it's kind of interesting because there was a lot of stuff going on in the background. Yeah. Uh, a lot of important people were talking to us. Yeah. And then you get people that have no interest in the game, if you would, wanting to throw in their opinions. And it's like, well, wait a second here. <laughs> Time the fuck out. We're, that's what... A, see, there's a lot of people that so- try to do this stuff. So what you're trying to say is you got lots of people or a good handful of people that want to keep continuously voice their opinion. To keep the drama to going. To keep the drama going. But at the same time, they're, they, they don't have the balls enough to come in and play the game proper. Mm-hmm. As in 
confront the situation head on. Exactly. That's the way it's they, always They want to continuously be in the background mm-hmm. and just try and agitate it. See, we're a different kind of platform. Danny's a different platform. Exactly. Ghost is a different platform. Oh, yeah. Wild on Twos. Wild on Twos. Totally different. Wild on Twos is mostly a motovlogger. Right. But when you get into the sphere where you talk MC stuff, you're actually communicating with these types of clubs. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that. It's just not go on YouTube, go on a podcast, discuss MC stuff. It's not like that. You actually had to live it, and you actually have to know people to do this kind of stuff, or you're going to get fucking hurt. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like you need to know what you're talking about. You know, of course, when you're doing shows, you know, even when like you're doing live interviews and stuff like that, surprises happen, the unknown happens, mm-hmm. but then you just got to roll with it and figure it all out and be like, hey... Mm-hmm. You know, and go with the flow. But you know what I'm saying? A lot of people, they try to cross-platform from a moto-vlogging into the club stuff, and they find themselves in some shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they, and that's because... And then, they, and then they're talking about the club stuff, and they really have no clue what they're talking about. Right? It, it's like... Well, you know what? You're crossing into a platform that you really don't know about. If you want to do something like this, talk about independent stuff. You know, exactly. talk about talk about your own experiences. Own experiences, because there's a lot that can go wrong when you're talking about MC stuff. Mm-hmm. And the stuff with uh, me and Sos and stuff, that stuff went into the background where, hey, it was time to put all that bullshit aside. Yeah. Because, we, you know, we are the ones that talk about MCs a lot. Well, and I don't think people even know that a while back you had Demon's Row on. Yeah, when he but was small. I got him he, on. When he was, and he when admitted that yesterday. He did, and I heard him. And you know, you know what? If I could high five or fist pump him or whatever, so the comment that he made when he was asked if there's anything that he can change on YouTube, mm-hmm. what would he change? And he brought up the situation with you and him. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, instead of all the shit going back and forth, mm-hmm. he goes, I should have just picked up the phone and called him. Right. Well, it was good for some entertainment value. I mean, yeah, it was. but I never take shit personally. But it, but but I mean, I thought that was you know that was a big thing right there, was, and I like mean, I, you know, and I came out and said, you know what, wait a second here, I come from a different generation. You know how hard it was in the '90s, what we did in the '90s, mm-hmm. and I said, well, maybe it's time for me to get, you know, up to date with things. I can't put who's ever talking about stuff in a sphere of my time period. Right. Well, that's like, you know, he he's younger. Mhm. <laughs> so they think different. They do think different, but sometimes, you know, you can teach an old dog new tricks. Mhm. I mean, I can't speak for you, but you know, Right. You, know, you can teach me. And well, well, you know, before I get forget, I want to talk about Mike Ball. He is such a freaking inspiration. Lost his leg in a motorcycle accident. 
and motorcycle accidents are something that affects us all. You know what, actually, I'd like to hear that story uh, from Bedlam. You know, maybe I need to bring Bedlam on and talk about his story, because that would be a great follow-up with Mike's. Uh, but the inspiration that he had, the positivity he had, and I think that's going to rub off on all of us that do the MC stuff. You know what I mean? Is the positivity. Because mm-hmm. quite frankly, it's a lot more easier to be positive than all the bullshit. Because we both had that enough of that when we were in the clubs. Right. Was all the negativity. Right. I mean, there's going to be negative acts, aspects to specific shows. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, look on the bright side. The grass does grow greener on the other side. Well, you have to look at, the, you know, it was that fucknut twitch oh, God. that actually brought a lot of us together. We were all on the same fucking page at that point. Well, some of us were. There's a few that weren't. A few of that weren't. <laughs> and whatever their problems is, they're going to have to figure it out. But when it comes to Insane Throttle, we're going to do our thing. Exactly. We're not going to get out there arguing with motherfuckers and all that bullshit. We're not going to sit there and... Because there are a lot of hate out there. Oh, you get haters like on the daily. Oh, I love them, but they make me famous. Anyway, they do. They make me famous. I got to admit. I'm talking about other creators, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go back to the back and forth and stuff like that. Especially if they're fucking, you know, they don't got any subs. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> nice try. Anyway, but that's the more I'm not going to get pulled into them type of situations anymore. Right. Where the back and forth and all that dumb shit. Right. So going forward, there's a lot of work that can be done. But I was just, I guess I wasn't surprised at the people that came out and said, well, what the fuck, man? Well, you guys are getting along. It's like, do you know how hypocritical you fucking sound? You're the same guy two weeks ago that said clubs have to get along. Yeah, for real. For real. It's like, hmm. Hmm. Dude, just shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I have to get Shocker's thoughts here. What do you think about what we were just talking about? My opinion? Yeah, make sure you get into the mic too, by the way. I'd rather go fishing. You'd rather go fishing, huh? (laughs) It's entertainment. Either you're going to get along or you're not. But you can't criticize somebody in the long run too long Mm -hmm. because you might need that person. Right. Because you're all doing the same things in your own ways. Everybody Mm -hmm. has the right to their own opinion. And if you can't respect somebody's opinion, who are you really going to respect? You can't even respect yourself. Mm -hmm. So, whatever. Just go fishing. Go fishing. Well, China Dow. Yes. When you get some of these people that get on the hating shit. Yeah. Okay. They don't understand because they were probably never around it. That when you had a problem, you brought it to the table. That's where it came from is during a church meeting, you would bring everything to the fucking table. Yeah. And you would try to work the shit out. Yeah, 100%. If you didn't work it out, you usually go in the back and beat the shit out of each other and come back and have a beer. 
Yeah, that's true. That's the way it was. Yeah, exactly. So you can't go and say, well, why are you guys getting along where a couple weeks ago, you know, blah, 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 blah. What they don't understand is a lot of the stuff that was going on between us hit the street. Yeah. The know-it-alls don't know nothing. Mm-mm. We're here to entertain you, yes, but there's stuff that goes on in private lives that you'll have no idea about. Right. Well, well unless it's ours. I mean... <laughs> they don't even know the half of it. No, they don't. That's not, just not like before close. I made any move. I went to, you know, for counsel with some people I knew. And they said the same thing. Put the bullshit aside. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that people don't get is, yeah, you've got you've got a lot of contacts. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people reach out to you and be like, dude, why, why is this even going on? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, so what's the better way? Right. I support one per uh, support people. He supports a different one on opposite sides. So the friction there is no good. Right. No good. But you know what? Like we said, you're an, you're you're adults. Mm-hmm. Like my sister said, maybe one day you're gonna need this person for something. You right. Don't, you don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the future holds. And what what really infuriates me is people see peace being made, and then they think you betrayed somebody else. It's where do you even get something like that? Where because we're getting along, you think I betrayed somebody else? Well, wait a second. This is about business. This is about being adults. Right. Whatever their issues are, they need to they're resolve, not mine. They need to resolve their own issues and not put you in the middle of their issues with someone else. They need they need to be an adult and confront the situation on the way they're going to do it and not worry about how you're doing your shit. Or, you know, you weren't loyal, you you know, the you, uh, you know what I seen a decrepit motherfucker trying to talk on YouTube. Fucking decrepit fuck. Talking about stuff he has no fucking clue about at all. And you can always tell them people by just watching them in their fucking eyes if they knew what the fuck they're doing or if they've been around shit. So you get them type wanting to throw out opinions and it's like, dude, who the fuck are you? You know, Hawk55 actually just put in general chat, this is so true. Some people can't function without drama. I agree 100%. That is so true. Oh, my God. 100%. And to that point, I have to admit, I'm open with a lot of people that follow me as far as talking to them, where a lot of creators will not do that. They don't get personal with fucking people. Well, how many creators other than yourself have members-only chats not a lot of them. Uh, how many creators will actually, uh, I don't know, answer the phone when one of their followers or subscribers or whatever calls them? Not a lot of them. And if you don't answer all right away, it's because you're busy, but 
you do get back to almost everybody. I try to. I, I try to. You're busy, so you can only do so much. But <laughs> it just, I don't, I don't know. People think that we get big heads once you get bigger. What it is, is them trying to make themselves feel better by saying something like that. I'm one of the most down-to-earth creators there are. Where a lot of others won't pay attention to anybody. No, because they they think their head needs to be as big as their damn show. Mm-hmm. They do. <laughs> exactly. And it's sad. It's like, no, you need to just be you. Your be you. Sh- your show is your show. You don't need to think, ooh, I've got like a million followers. Well, psh. I'm too good for these people. I ain't going to talk to these people. I'm just going to do... That's not something I'll do. No, but it's like there's creators out there that do that. Oh, 99% of them will. So it's just like... So when I heard Dad, I was like, dude, you want to be prick? (laughs) But that's why I'm changing some of the platform is because I don't want to be in other people's drama. It gets boring, it gets stupid, and it's like, you're wasting my fucking time. You know, it's good for entertainment value for one or two fucking episodes, but other than that, it's stupid. Look how much we got out of that conversation last night. That was a lot. We got in-depth about how kids on the street, they seek a family whether it be a gang or a club. And that's really fucking true when you get older. They're looking for that family unit. You got to hear about the different coasts. Well, and I think a lot of people heard a lot about Demons Row, so however everybody's... Mm-hmm. That no one freaking knew. Nobody knew about. Nobody he, knew about. he doesn't about. put himself out there like that on his channel. Right. And he told you guys a lot. Mm-hmm. Be- and 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 it's because it was the questions that were being asked, and he put himself out there. Right, exactly for everybody to see. You know, and it's like I was like, wow, mm-hmm. who would have thunk? Like when he was who would have talk- thought? Thunk. I mean, who who shut up? Who would have thought? You know that he grew up the way he did, because I don't. I mean, I don't watch his his shows, but mm-hmm. that's my choice. But. I'm sure he never talked about that kind of stuff on his. Right. And to learn... What well, was interesting that you had three gangbangers up on there. You had myself, you had Sos, and you had freaking Danny Delo. We all banged. Yeah. And it was interesting how we all ended up. Yeah. It's like when you were bang- gangbanging, the three of you, okay, when y'all were younger... Did you ever think you'd be where you are now? Fuck no. I thought I'd be dead or in prison. See? And look where you are. The same thing with him. And look where he is. And he was able to pull himself out of that cycle by running a business. Exactly. Where a lot of ex-cons wouldn't be able to do that shit. Exactly. So it was very interesting, that aspect of the show. I think it's more interesting learning that kind of stuff then it would be fucking drama Mm -hmm. 
I think it's way more interesting because you get to learn more about that person and maybe understand that person a little bit better. And that, you, you just said it perfect right there, 100%. You got to understand the opposite side. Mm-hmm. And any type of, this goes for life, negotiation, whatever. You got to understand other people's positions. Well, and then you start to realize, hey, I have more in common with this creator than I ever thought. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. Because maybe you'll be like, hey, maybe I'll, you know, if it's somebody that doesn't usually listen to him or whatever, maybe Sos got a few more people out of it. You know, mm-hmm. who knows? Well, maybe. I know he did because there's a lot of people saying, hey, man, now that I hear you, you know, being open and stuff, I'll go sub where I wouldn't before, which is, hey, it's great. Well, and, and you know, people also got to realize you're, like you said a little while ago, you know, you're on one side of the track. Mm-hmm. And he's on the other side of the track. So 100%, y'all are going to have difference of opinions no matter what. We come from different cultures. He comes from East Coast. I come from Midwest. Exactly. But it's like, you know, even with the, the, the club life that you're retired from, y'all mm-hmm. are on different sides of the fence, too. Exactly. So it's like, you're going to give differences of opinion. Uh, 100%. So it's like, I personally think if you really want to learn shit, you You got to be open and listen. You listen to both sides. Right. But that doesn't mean that we're fucking people. No, you're not. And that's what I think aggravates the shit out of me. Because we got some of them emails last night, me and Danny. Well, you know, why you being, you know, what the fuck, man, that turncoat shit. What the fuck you mean turncoat shit? What the fuck do you mean? You're the same motherfuckers who want clubs to get along, but you want creators to act like fucking schoolgirls. You know, and I hate to say it, but people need to come to the conclusion that all the clubs are just not going to get along. Okay? It's, it's, it's not. They're not. No. So anybody that thinks that all clubs should get along... I'm sure everybody and their mother wants all clubs to get along, but it's not going to happen. I'm talking about creators, though. They kept on saying that we were turncoats, me and Danny. You're not turncoats. You guys are doing what's right for you. Who gives a shit what everybody else's opinion is as far as that? It's what's good for your show. It's what's good for Danny's show. It's what's good for Sos, Carl, everybody. You guys are doing what's best for you. It shouldn't and matter. if there's problems, they should work it out. And, and as far as the other creators go, if they've got an issue, come to the table. Mm-hmm. Come to the table and put your issue out there. Right. Let's see what your real issue is. Because the real issue is probably more about yourself than it is about the person you have a problem with. Mm-hmm. Well, wow, very well said. Shocker's over here shaking her head. <laughs> Let's get Shocker's opinion on this here. Let's go. You're on the show. Come on. And it's not, let's go fishing. Come on. We going fishing? Fishing? You want to go fishing? <laughs> Serious note. Everybody's going to hate each other or dislike what each other says or dislike what each other does. But you are out here for entertainment. Mm-hmm. And we are adults. Let's act like it. If you don't want to act like an adult and you want to go to the playground... Sit on the playground. Sit there by yourself. Right. Don't drag people in your bullshit. Do you think the people want to keep the drama going between, uh, you know, clubs aside, the creators? Right. It's. I think it's views. 
You know, some people think all that drama gets you all these views. You know, no, mm -hmm. nothing gives you more drama than your haters. You know, more views than your haters. Oh, your haters they love me. Know everything you're doing. All my meatballs love me. Yeah. The meatball club, I call them. Yeah. The meatball club. You should, because they all deserve that. So anyway. that's what you were seeing comments, China, where they were actually saying. They were saying they were disappointed because there wasn't drama. That we should have went off on a Jerry Springer type show. Yeah. I mean, basically, I think a lot of people were expecting the Battle Royale to be, like, the utmost, like, thing. And y'all just be going, like, since there was three of you creators and SOS. Mm -hmm. I think everybody was expecting everybody to gang up on SOS. And it didn't happen, so they were disappointed. And that's a terrible way of thinking, ain't it? But I think that's what people were thinking. Especially when we titled it Unity on the Streets. Why, you know, but they should have known what to expect. But sometimes people think, well, maybe there's a, another meaning to that. Maybe they mean Unity as in Wild on Twos, Danny, and Hollywood. That's the unity part of That's it. That's the way people think. It is the way that people think. That's why I'm like, the title, sometimes the title of a show doesn't really matter. Right. Because people are going to take the title of a show the way they want to take it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even the titles to my show, I mean, I, I try to make them as obvious as possible. Like, karma is a bitch. Duh. That's kind of obvious. My show tonight, Know Your Worth. Mm -hmm. Me, I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing, because uh, I was doing a lot of the interviewing, and uh, Danny and uh, Carlos were uh, putting in their thoughts and stuff. A lot of good points that they made. But it was, you see, the show, I know I like being funny and stuff, but at sometimes there has to be some seriousness. Exactly. Just like on this show. I mean... <laughs> She's creeping around. What'd you say? <laughs> You're creeping me out. Why you creep? Why am I creeping you out? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna be like this whole different person <laughs> for a moment, for a minute. You know, then I get bipolar. And you're not even really bipolar, but right. I, I think you might be. But it's like, okay, Morbik said shit don't change overnight. No, it fucking doesn't. No, this was in the making. You know, but it's like, uh. One day at a time. I mean, everybody's got to work through their own situation, when it, especially when it comes to creators. But it's like if you really, if you really think you're being dissed or you're being left out, you're the one kid that nobody's gonna pick to be on their team. Mm -hmm. Come join the team on your own and be like, "Hey, let's go to the table with it." Mm -hmm. But then there's, you know, well, they like the drama too much, so they probably won't. No. Uh. Uh. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm. But, you know, that person just doesn't want to grow up and never wants to be picked. He's going to be the loud man out. That That's their problem. And the loudest one that bitches. Well, let him bitch. You guys all did what was right. And I appreciate it. You were it. actually excited for the show. I, Dude, I was. I was like, when we were live, so I'm like, don't forget your show. I'm like, I'm like, uh. Yeah, I was telling everybody about it. I'm like, y'all got to watch it. Because I didn't even know what was going to happen. So it's like, because I'm not in here when you're talking to all these guys. On mm -hmm. the, I'm not in here, you know, when, when, with Danny D'Lo. I mean, I hear some of those because you guys are just fucking funny. <laughs> but 
the two of you, I swear to God. And, or Wild on Twos, or even when you had conversations with Sos. I mean, I wasn't in here. I don't know everything that you do in this studio. Right. You know? It's like, as far as your conversations with people, I know none of that crap. So, it was a surprise to me as far as the show. I mean, I knew you guys made up. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's like, you know, you put that shit behind you. But it's like, you know, you're Hollywood. What the hell is going to fucking happen? I don't even know. Like, something can happen. Uh, so I'm like, I was like, oh my God, I got to watch because I just want to know what's going to happen. <laughs> and then I was I was amazed. I was like, wow. Um, Why were you amazed? Well, for one, I mean, I don't know much about Sos. Mm -hmm. So hearing all the stuff that he was saying, I was like, damn, he had a rough ass life. Exactly. And I'm like. So did Danny, so did Hollywood. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all got more in common than you thought. A lot more in common. You know, like you said, you and him know the same people. Mm -hmm. You know, you and Danny know a lot of the same people and whatever. But it's like, it was, I, I love that you guys were all adulting. All adulting and not worrying about the... Not worrying about what everybody else was saying in the right. background. We were having a, a regular conversation like we would be over at a beer. Yeah, it was like it was like you were at bar time, but like not in a bar. Mm -hmm. And you guys were just all kicking back and just talking. I mean, the questions were really good, you know. And, and that's just it. People don't get it. If and you got to ask the right question to get the answer. If you don't ask the right question, you're not going to get the right answer. Exactly. You're not going to get what you want. Do you think these people that, because we're getting emails left and right, uh, and it's still been going on, that they're unhappy with their own life? Well, of course. Or jealous. That need that kind of entertainment? Or jealous of other creators. Explain. <laughs> Well, because, you know, every creator has so many subscribers. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a numbers guy. I'm not a numbers person. You know, I don't pay all kinds of attention. I mean, yeah, I sit there on my YouTube and be like, shit, lost two people. Shit, gained five people. I mean, but it's like, it's not that. To, to me, really, that's not what it's about. Mm -hmm. It's about getting the information out there and... I don't even know where I'm going with this. Fucking Morbic, I love him. Morbic's one of my favorites. Hollywood, we got beef. Where's the beef? <laughs> he goes, I got a question. Hollywood, we got beef. You got so beef. we're going back to... You got beef with Morbic? There you go. Yeah, he puts fucking midgets up anyway. I love him. Leave him alone. <laughs> oh, there it is. Midget doing fucking push-ups on a big chick titty. What? Oh, my God. So where was I going? You were talking about jealousy and all that type of stuff I think with the, creators. I think a lot of creators are get jealous of, well, what the hell? that He got more views on that show. Well, maybe if I use some shit from his show, then maybe my views will go up. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, do your own shit. Exactly. Do your own shit. You know, I get it if you watch somebody's show and you're like, whether you agree or disagree with somebody's show and then you want to voice your opinion. That's fine. But it's like, don't try and do the exact same thing right. as that person because you're not that person. 
I think also it comes down to you have some of these smaller creators that try to go after the bigger creators to try to get a shout-out back at them, and us bigger creators usually don't do that. I think you, that has a lot of animosity that gets built up. I think one of it is is the smaller creators who want them shout-outs from the bigger creators, uh, you got to earn that. Mm-hmm. We did. If you don't earn it and you disrespect the bigger creators, you ain't never going to get a fucking shout-out. No. Mm-hmm. You want a shout-out? Then you better show respect to that creator. You know, you can call, do all kinds of bullshit, talk all kinds of shit, but... We just a ignore. Lot of, a lot of creators are above that. We just ignore you. I mean, I know a handful of creators that are going to be like, they'll call it out and give you your freaking airtime because, you know, oh my god, he's talking shit about me. I gotta call this person out and what the fuck? Why are you talking about me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then we're going back to like, they're five. Right. <laughs> and they actually give them what they and wanted. They, and they're, they're bitch slapping each other and That's what I felt like through this whole beef is like we were schoolyard bitches. And you're like, I'm going to push you off the swing and flip you off the teeter-totter, you little fuck. <laughs> <laughs> when you're hanging from the monkey bars, man, I'm going to knock you off. I don't know. Right. We're going to play some dodgeball, bitch. You're my target. I don't. I mean, that's what it seems like with some of this shit. It's fucking stupid. But you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna have a lot of a lot of the people trying to be the up and coming creators, mm. and they wanna get the bigger creators to throw them out there because they want their name out there, and they'll be like, oh well, if so and so puts puts our name out there, we're gonna grow. Well. That's not earn the, earn the respect from the, that creator. The bigger, to get it. the bigger creators, it's not like we get big heads. It's like, well, we've been where you're at. We worked where we're done, and you you've know, been there, done that. We're just know? not going to throw stuff out there. No, you're not going to just be like, hey, I'm going to just talk about this th- this creator because you know they're cutting me down, thinking it's going to hurt my feelings. Why no. you sit there and laugh? You know, you're not going to get all butt hurt over a smaller creator saying some stupid bullshit. Right. You don't care. It's not going to bother you. And that's because a lot of people don't want the drama. But we're going to come back and uh, change up the subject for the second half of the show right after this break. We're going to talk about uh, getting some thoughts from China about her show tonight. The bitch came back the very next day. Oh, the bitch came back. Thought she was a goner, but the bitch came back. She couldn't stay away. Don't you know the bitch came back? I like her so much better when she's down on her knees. Cause when she's in my face is when I'm starting to see that all my friends are out for thinking that we be wrong. Well, she's so fucking stupid that she's singing along. The trouble with girls is they're all the same. Forget the diamonds and pearls, they just want a ring. Before you know it, you're like a dog on a leash. Well, you can try and change the world, but you won't change me. Just so- 
censorship no pc only biker fun and entertainment it's hardcore again go over to roco tv and add the insane throttle tv app now rock on hi this is james hollywood machikari host of motorcycle madhouse morning mayhem check me out over on instagram at insane throttle biker news and join in on the discussion over on our youtube channel at Insane Throttle Biker News Radio Show. Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. The positivity that Mike Ball had. Here's a guy who got in a wreck, lost his leg, and he was just happy to live. Is huge. Huge to me. And that's quite an inspiration right there. He got back up, got back on in the saddle started riding again here's a guy who lost his leg and was smiling me i'd be crying like a bitch i cry like a bitch when i got a stomach ache and the positivity that he showed about life where a lot of people wouldn't show something like that a lot of people go inward where they blame everybody else for their problems 
They blame life in general. And here you had a kid that literally lost his leg. And I think something like that needs to be told. You know, I know we talk about MCs all the time, all the bullshit drama. But I think that's the type of stories that I enjoy. And I think people listening would enjoy. Because, let's face it, the last time we tried to do that one show on the accidents, there was a lot of bad audio. Oh yeah, that was sad. That that kind of pissed me off. It did. It did. Yeah. Because there was important points in there that everybody should have known. So, you're going to reach out uh, and uh, try to get him on the show for me. Who? Bed. Bedlam? Yeah. He's listening. He's in Oh, there. he's in there? you got to come on the show, man, and tell your story. Yeah, Bedlam. Because I heard the video was a real good one. Oh, my God. That video that he had on his... Just a one-on-one, me and you. On his YouTube. Yeah. That 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 oh. way I don't have to worry about audio with I, the other guys. I got choked up with it. I ain't even gonna lie. But I think it's an inspirational story that people need to hear, especially in hard times right now. Yeah. Well, because you don't ever realize that when you put something out there as personal as he did with that video, mm-hmm. that that makes an impression on people. Damn right it does. That it, it gives people hope. Yeah. It does. It it really does. And, you know, and, and I'm speaking because I heard something that Shocker, my lovely sister over here, had to say about Bedlam. Mm-hmm. And go ahead. No. People need to know. It was really hard to get back on my motorcycle after I crashed. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I didn't crash really bad, you know. I had a side that it made a mistake. And that's something you don't want to do when you ride a motorcycle. A mistake I'll never make. Mm-hmm. Ever again. Lesson learned. But, you know, getting back up on that saddle again and taking off, yeah, it made me... So how did his how did his story inspire you to get back on a bike just with when you have a bad accident and you have to you know keep that in your mind that that happened and keep going at it Mm -hmm. it's a it's a difficult thing so hearing him go through it actually inspired you to say you know what this happened it was you know it hurt it was awful but I can't blame the thing that I love. I got to get back on that bike. And go. And go. Just go. And you talked about, what, a 200-mile ride after seeing that? Yeah. I took it. And that's things that I want my audience to be able to hear. You know, stuff like that. Stuff like Mike's story. Because it's dangerous just getting on a bike. Come on, you're like three inches from the fucking ground going 75 miles an hour. And when something bad happens... With a tank full of gas. With a tank full of gas, it can actually scare you from the thing that you really love doing. I have to admit, last... uh, No, it was 2020 when it happened. I seen a guy wreck right in front of me. And the shit part about it was he was only making a left-hand fucking turn going about 20 miles an hour, cracked his fucking head open. I was like, seeing that, I was like, fuck this, I'm wearing a helmet, man, fuck this. It wakes you up when you get to experience stuff through other people. 
and the positivity, like he says, rubs off on you, and then it pays forward where it affects more and more and more. So, yeah, I'd, I'd love to have that conversation. Love to have that conversation. So, if he's listening? I don't get to see you in there right now because somebody put up a bunch of fucking midgets. Anyway, <laughs> when the midgets come on, I turn it off and let you guys deal with it. <laughs> Your thoughts, Shine? Yeah, he's 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 got his ears on, and, and I just messaged him. So. Oh, okay, cool. So hopefully we can make that happen and go in a you know in depth conversation and. Maybe that'll help you all if you've ever been in a motorcycle accident. Get back into the saddle, like you know, he helps. Uh, uh, shocker. He helped. He helped. He helped my sister go further than she was ready to do. She like helped. He, she helped him with, or he helped her with uh, thinking that. Well, hell, if he could do it. Mm -hmm. After I'm, that bad of a after, wreck. After as bad as a wreck that he had, if he can get up and go, mm -hmm. then I got to like face my fear and I got to do it. And that's what it's all about is facing a fear. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You got to. That's the biggest thing that people don't realize that, you know, facing your fears. Um, imagine how you feel after you face that. You feel like you to take on the world finally. Well, and you, you get you out of this like you, rut. You could feel like you could move on from what happened. Move on from that the bad situation. Mm -hmm. And make that bad situation, hey, I, I, I can still do this. You know, I could still do this. I could still do what I love. And even knowing what happened. Right. I could still do what I love and not be afraid to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people out there that have gotten in accidents that never get back on. And I can tell you, from there's one or two that have come into my work that have been in bad accidents. They won't go back on their bikes. Mm -hmm. And they regret that they won't go back on. And they went as far as selling their ride. Because it affected them that much. It 100% affected them. They wanted to have nothing to do with it. Right. Because it bothered them that much. But, I mean, if somebody... That has been in a bad wreck can be like, hey, this is what I had to do. This is what I did. This is what I had to do to overcome my fear again to get him back on. You know, if they can hear something like that, and his story is amazing, so I, I hope he comes on. I really do. Mm -hmm. And this can, you know, be even with car accidents. When somebody gets in a real bad car accident, they, they don't, don't want to get in a car. They don't want to drive. They They don't even want to get in a car. You know, they'll they'll ride their bike or they'll walk or just not go. Hey, you know, nowadays just have it delivered. Mm -hmm. You know, because they're they're too afraid. There's um, a lot of inspirational stories that need to be heard mm -hmm. instead of drama, instead of you know negative bullshit stuff. People need to hear that to uplift them, if uplift themselves. And, you know, it's good to hear that Shocker, you know, got back into the saddle, got doing what she needed to do to get moving on again. What would it have been like if you never got back on? How would you have felt just looking at the bike? Oh, I think I'd have got back on. But Would you have got back on as go, soon? To even go that far? Right. You know. 
200 miles is a big thing to me when you only ride 30, 40 miles because you only go fishing. Right. But but what? How, how would it have made you feel if you hadn't got back on and you were just looking there? Would you have second thoughts? I would have been jealous of all my friends. I have a lot of friends that ride. Mm-hmm. We get together for certain events, you know. We go ride. Right. But some of them are encur- try to encourage you, too. Well, this is true. So, But do you find some people push too hard? Yes. That, you know, like, when you're not ready, you're not ready. You, you gotta, you, it's a mind thing. And you don't want to be on a bike if you're not ready. No. Because you have to be ready to control every situation that's gonna... And if your mind's you. not there, you're fucked. Right. I always say a bike's like a loaded gun just waiting to go off. Yeah, because you don't know what somebody else is going to do. You're fighting all them four-wheelers out there. Mm-hmm. They, they have There's a lot of them that have no respect. So if none. you're fighting that, and then you got to fight, the, the fear is what's going to really hurt. Right. The fear is going to make you make wrong decisions, and it's going to cause something to happen. But sometimes it puts a little fear in you to make you change your ways. This is true. This is true. Very true. Very true. It's time for Cards Against Humanity. Get your nastiness ready. Cards Against Humanity, baby. Let's lighten the mood up over here. On <laughs> what do you got? All right. Let's see if people know their fifties. I'm. A, you're 19, gonna be in your fifties. Nineteen fifties, not. Oh, 50 okay. Years I was old. like, you're Dumb gonna be a half a century soon. You shut up. <laughs> All right. Top six answers are on the board. Here's your question. Name something teenagers did in the 1950s. Went to car washes and hung out. Be more specific about the hangout. Uh, they went to uh, the drive. Well, you know where you're pull- driving. Yeah, yep, where you pull there your. It is. Yep, but that was that. No, that, where that. you pull your car up and they come out on roller skates. Yeah, well, that wasn't in here, but driving is. Driving is how the fucking you know you know what American Graffiti was one of the best fifty movies out there. That's what the kids used to do. But yeah, drive-ins. <laughs> Morbic moon people. <laughs> <laughs> do we have anybody that was alive in the fifties? <laughs> I just had to ask there. I know I got some. I like this Morbic moon people. <laughs> Grandpa Slayer, drag racing, Bush Coyote do drugs. I don't think they did a lot of drugs in the fifties. I don't. Rob Benjamin went to the malt shop. Was malt shop on there? No. Morbic parking. And we know what kind of parking he's talking about. He's talking about, mm-hmm. What did they used to call it? Was it making out? I don't think it was making out back It was then. called parking. That's what it was called? Yes. That's what they called making out and fucking was parking. Yeah. <laughs> Bush coyote. Have sex unprotected. They still do that. <laughs> Greg, yeah, greased your hair back was number six. Greasers, man. Grandpa Slayer said he was born in 61, so almost. <laughs> almost there. He didn't get to know all of it, though. <laughs> Hawk 55 musicals laughed myself. <laughs> Watching Grease. Grease that was Olivia Newton-John. Lover's Lane. Grandpa Slayer? Is that on there? No. No. So far we've gotten we we got two. You know what was cool? They more. they wore those poodle dresses. Hey, that, number two. They wore the poodle dresses poodle and you got skirts. the fucking 
stick it right in there without no problems. No taking the jeans Poodle off. Poodle skirts was number two. Come on, we still got three more. You know what I want you to do for Halloween? No shit, what? I want you to dress up in a poodle skirt and look like you're in their 50s. That would be so awesome. All right, sis, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> she went square dancing. All right, it was, well, okay. Number one is dance, but it's not square dancing, you dumbass. <laughs> what kind of dancing? Did they? Uh, what was it called? Bebop or some shit? In the 50s? Yeah, bebop. No. What? No, you're you're dumb. <laughs> what was it called you're then? As dumb as her. If I'm dumb, what it was it called? They didn't have like a name. Yes, for they it. did. Bebop. It wasn't bebop. What the fuck is wrong with you? Bebop was later. That was later. <laughs> oh my god, you're fucking tarted. They danced to Elvis and James Brown. We're so retarded, you can't think. I know, you guys are so retarded, I can't even think of what the dancing was called back then. <laughs> Y'all got me fucked up. I guess you could say it was like a version of swing dancing. Oh, well, there you go. True. They could dance back then, man. They whipped them women all over the fucking place. <laughs> they whip them around. <laughs> I'll whip you around by your hair, bitch. Ba-bam! And you know what's even more uh, hideous is that a lot of drive-ins are dead now. I love the drive-ins. I really do. <laughs> Morbid Mor- Mor- said, I asked, I asked Mom, what what did they call dancing in the 50s? She said, fuck a final. <laughs> <laughs> and then he came back and said, jitterbug. The jitterbug? And yeah. Morbic and the twist. Let's do the twist. Oh, God, please don't quit your day job. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> don't even. What are the other answers here that we're missing? Oh, my God. Don't, don't, yeah. Hula hoop. The hula hoop? And just go cruising in a car. Oh, my God, they're cars. Oh, I love them fucking cars. They went muscles in them cars, man. Muscle cars. Now you got them going around and wee the damn Japanese cars. Now you still got the fools because there was a few that pulled out of the gas station yesterday revving their engine with their loud ass freaking mufflers and shit. What the fuck? Yeah, it's like wee. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, your car will never be a Harley. Just stop. <laughs> never fuck? be a freaking uh, Chevy either, man. <laughs> Morbic said, "Look for midgets." Man, fuck you, dude. And then he said cow tipping. <laughs> cow tipping? Ain't that big in the country? <laughs> My sister's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's how fucking bored they get out there. Hog wrestling. That's another morbid answer. <laughs> <laughs> and you're shaking your head yes, so you must have uh, hog wrestled. <laughs> <laughs> are you mud wrestling with your pigs? What are you doing, you fucking weirdo? That's freaky, man. Freaky stuff. She's got pigs. Oh my goodness gracious. Freak. Freak, I say. We are so going to fatten them up real easily. So you better behave. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, guys, that is your Monday show. Hopefully you guys are having a good start of your week and all that good stuff. Tonight, China Dow has her stuff out at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube. Yeah, it's only 15 minutes of your night, so... 15 minutes. Y'all need to watch it, okay? It's called Know Your Worth. Help a China out. Help a China out, my broke ass. Come on. 
Say goodbye, Shocker. Bye. Bye. Anyway, guys, we'll talk to you later. And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.